What's up, everybody? Welcome in. This is Andrew Cooper here with Coop's Fantasy Football Fiasco. I'm Andrew Cooper, a.k.a. Coupe Fiasco on Twitter. We're here, Fantasy Alarm, Better Sports Network, sponsored by FFPC. And guess what? It's holiday time. So I had to have on one of my personal friends, one of the first people I met in this industry, and that I'm happy now to be working with over at Fantasy Alarm. This is the time of year to go out See your friends and family. Talk to old friends. It doesn't take much, dude, to shoot a quick text or, or whatever. Say what up. You know, uh, my buddies do it through start sits. You know, just say, hey, you know what? What's, what's going on? How's everything going? Who should I start this week? And then I say, you know, how's the family? So it doesn't take that much to reach out to people. Reach out to somebody today, somebody from high school or college or whatever and say what up. But today we're going to say what up to my good buddy, Mr. J.B. Barry. He handles the matchup stuff over at FantasyAlarm.com. He's a crusher. So let's get him in. Uh, Tony, send him on in. There he is, JB. What's happening, brother? What's up, my bro? I appreciate you having me on, man. It was a perfect way to put it, too. The way you said, you know, holiday times, bring the family in. Because not only we family and fantasy alarm, but to your point, we were friends. One of the first friends that I met on, in this industry. You and I have been chopping it up with the fantasy besties for years now, and just happy to be a part of your show, my brother exactly man you even came to the, my wedding and stuff like it's like that yeah, out here and i'll tell you what once you once you get those now that i have a kid now i know look at that uh <laughs> now that i have a kid now i know how hard it is for you as of late the fact that you're making content at all these days is crazy we need to get these kids on autopilot so we can really ramp <laughs> things up right jb <laughs> that's right or get them to start producing content in a couple of years right then we can work together <laughs> only a matter of time dude though i think the market's already been pretty much cornered with ian fish on that one he's already he's 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 the prodigy. He's the chosen one. Uh, so thank you, everybody, for popping in. Dino, we see you guys in the chat. Definitely get your start sit questions in today. We like to go through the slate. Well, I know it's, you know, it's championship week. So uh, the questions come first. If you can get them in while we hit on these games, that'd be great. But, you know, we're going to do our best to hit on everything. Uh, what we're doing today, we're going through the slate. I'm going to hit JB with the spread and the over-under. JB, you let me know if there's any bets you want to put in or not. Again, you don't have to bet on every game. I know you don't, but I, I know you're a pretty sharp better, so you probably, I'm sure you have something up your sleeve. And then we'll hit on fantasy. We try to get through every game we never have. Last week with Justin Boone was the record low. I think we only got through five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, chat, set the over-under for how many games we get through. Uh, Rex Demotheus is asking, uh, what's uh, what do you say there? When did JV get here, dude? Look who's here. My favorite coop is here. My favorite yes, coop is dude. here. Yeah, JV in the house. And look, Ryan Volt says what up. Ani Koopy in the house. My special sports analysis. My Andrew Britt, Howie John, and JB, my man. Happy and Merry Christmas. My gang love y'all. Yeah, she honestly, like she enjoyed the wedding, obviously, because it's my wedding. But JB, you were the highlight for like everybody, <laughs> dude. For Ani Coop, for uh, my friend Doug. I had a great time hanging out with you. Yep. So. Your friend uh, and family are awesome, man. Your dad's cool as hell, man. An it was it was a good time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, cheers, guys. Thanks for popping in. Uh, real quick, why don't we just hit the? Why don't we clear the deck on the questions in the chat, and then we'll get into some of these games. Uh, somebody in the chat, give us the over under for number of games we're gonna get through. Uh, I think the record for most is like eight, and the least is four. So somebody throw an over under in there. JB, JB, and I like to run our mouths, so I, there's no way we're getting through all of them. Oh, man, uh, we got a rapid fire then, Coop. We got to go rapid. You do. Uh, need <laughs> two, PPR, David Montgomery, Tony Pollard, or Devon A-Chan looking for upside? I mean, looking for upside, you got to put A-Chan in there, right? That I mean, seems to be the case, man. He needs two of them, though. 
Yeah, so that'll be one. Who gives you the better upside of the other ones? I mean, probably Pollard. I would like to see to keep a real close eye on the practice report for the Cowboys today. Zach Martin and Tyron Smith both didn't practice the last two days. And the coach said that Zach Martin is closer than Tyron Smith. For run purposes, he's probably more important than Tyron Smith. So wait and see what happens there. But I'm honestly still leaning Pollard and A-Chan just because, you know, Pollard gets the full work. A-Chan and Montgomery, if they're both going to be split backs, you got to go with the one that's got more explosiveness, right? Yeah, and the one who also has less competition for targets, too, out of the backfield, right? If you think about Pollard having C.D. Lamb, maybe some Brandon Cooks, Montgomery's got a lot of guys there to contend with for targets. Right. So I'm with you on that. And, you know, uh, Jonathan Hankins might not play as well. We all saw what the Bills did last week with no Hankins in there. So uh, I'd probably go with those two. We got one more here in the chat. Uh, looking at Metcalf or Rashi Rice, PPR in the flex. Oh, I like them both this week, Coop. I do like them both. Ah, man, I, I think with, in a PPR, and a full PPR, I'm going to go with Rice there because, again, I'm going with the guy with less competition for targets, whereas Metcalf got two guys that are going to take away from him. Who else does Rice have other than Kelsey to compete with? That's what I'm saying. And He's the first guy, first wide receiver on the Chiefs to play over 90% of the snaps. So I'm feeling good about it. I'm with you on that. Uh, and Rex, Rex says he has a lot of questions. If you could get them in when we hit on the particular games, like say, just check, make your list of questions. Once we hit a game that has one of your guys in there, if you throw it in the chat, it helps us with the flow of the show because we can Perfect. talk about the game, talk about your play, and then we just move on. So let's You'd hit be the part of the show, Rex. You'd be part of the show. Rex is always part of the show, brother. Rex is always hanging out. Uh, so real quick, got to talk about Thursday Night Football because Ani Koopy's here. Uh, what did you think about the game? Anybody that didn't watch the game and just looked at the box score might think it was a closer game than it was, but 30 to 22 really makes it seem the Rams really took care of business, right? Yeah, I mean, you take eight points away from that from that last kind of garbage time drive. It really was a dominating game for the Rams. Their offense is clicking. The defense is even playing well. I mean, there's not a lot of good pieces, good pieces on that defense, but my man Raheem Morris is getting them to work, man. And if he doesn't get a head coaching job, you know I've been banging that drum for I know you now, have, dude. But you've been, been banging playing. it from since he was with the Bucks, since before the Bucks. You've been banging that drum since he was at Hofstra. That's right, baby, all the way back. <laughs> But yeah, so, that defense is playing well. The offense is clicking. They're having fun out there. You saw the post-game interview with Kyron Williams and, and Puka. Like, they're laughing. They're having fun. And that's what Kyron said. We're having fun out there. So they're on a roll. It's a difference maker. I feel like in baseball, the team that has the most fun wins. Like, yeah. I swear. It's the celebrations, like, right? <laughs> exactly. It is like that, though. Like, the Red Sox with the Dirt Dogs. That was the last time that team was having fun. And since then, they've just been, you know, lame. So, hey. What are you going to do? But anyway, let's get to the games. First game, Saturday slate, Bengals, Steelers. Bengals favored by three, over under 38. Uh, let's start on the Bengals side. Uh, if you say it's full PPR, do you think T. Higgins is a guy or do you think Tyler Boyd could be better? Who scores more points this week? So I'm a little afraid of Higgins. And yeah, he's going to get a couple of extra targets with Chase out, but he's also going to probably see that Joey Porter shadow. So I'm a little afraid of that. Pittman got it last week and he was still he was still doing okay until he got hurt. But I'm afraid. I mean, Higgins still has that upside of making those big plays. But Porter has really shut down some premier wide receivers, including Jamar Chase earlier in the season. So I'm going to lean towards Boyd and think that he's got the better matchup to, to contribute for fantasy. I like it, man. It's controversial, but, you know, it's if you don't have a truly elite guy, and T. Higgins is kind of borderline. I don't know if he's like the true big dog. You run into those tough matchups. We've seen it time and time again. A good example, Nico Collins, right? Like he's kind of built like T. Higgins. 
and when he faces tough corners, sometimes he goes away, you know? Yeah. So interesting yeah. one. I like it. Uh, Jake Browning, what's your thoughts on it? Do you think he's the real deal? Does he deserve a shot? Uh, yeah, I mean, again, it's tough for these guys on the rookie deals behind the guy like Joe Burrow because why would they trade him? They have an incredibly valuable piece in the backup. But do you think at some point this guy could be a starter in this league? I mean, he showed us he's efficient, right? I mean, what is he, 75% for his first three games? Like, it's crazy. He's being really efficient. He's showing good decision-making. So, yeah, he's showing us. I mean, look at the guys that we're talking about starting in fantasy football this year, the guys that we have started, the guys that are in there this week. He's showing us, yeah, he's one of the best 32 quarterbacks in this league right now. So if there was a way for him to get out, sure, he deserves it. But to your point, I don't think they're going to let him go. They got a valuable backup. Exactly. It's like a... Huntley, right? Like Huntley, when they had him, they had him on the UDFA deal and then they had a restricted free agent contract. Yep. No sense in trading a guy like that, dude. You get right. it for free. Shout out Air Jordan 420 in the chat. Twitch Twitch glasses for the Twitch gang, baby. What's <laughs> up, dude? How we doing? Uh, I got to ask you a question. I like to put guys into four buckets, right? Uh, we play FFPC, which you can start anybody you want. Uh, it's yep. my favorite format. The only rule is you can't start two guys from the same team. Uh, so the four buckets I have are FFPC, which is like stars of stars, redraft, which is your normal league, right? Then you have DFS, then you have dynasty. A guy like Tanner Hudson right now, which of those buckets would you put him in? He's he's His snaps have been trickling up a little bit, getting a few targets, but not really a full-time player, so... Which bucket you got him in? I'd probably put him in a DFS bucket because I would play him in a week like this with no Jamar Chase, with T. Higgins with a bad matchup. So Jake Browning's going to need somebody to throw the ball to. So he'd be a guy that I would look to in DFS as a salary saver. But I don't know that I would say, yeah, he's an every week redraft guy yet, or that, yeah, I'm going to hang my hat on him in a dynasty league yet. So I'd probably put him in that DFS bucket. Would you agree? I fully agree. And to be honest, like, I'm not even sure certain guys are just in the DFS bucket. They don't even go in the dynasty bucket because I'm not sure if I would even grab him in dino. I think he's already like 27 or something like that. So yeah, but, he played with the Bucks for a couple of years. Yeah. He's, you know what he is? He's the new, he's the new um, Cameron Brait to me, right? Like he's the new Anthony Ferks or Cameron Brait where he only plays on pass downs. He gets some looks here or there. He's a threat to give you a zero at any given moment, but you know what? Like, if worst case scenario with multiple people, I've just said, Hey, it's Tanner Hudson out there and you throw him in and you do and you do fine. So yep. uh, what about this Steelers side? Give me Mason Rudolph, man. I mean, what are your thoughts on this guy? Can he keep, can he keep it rolling? Or are you just avoiding all these pass catchers? It's scary because Deontay's had touchdowns in three straight games. So do you think he's going to continue that? I don't know. I mean, Rudolph dude, like, I feel bad for the guy, right? Like, he's got to go out and play a football game on Saturday. Then he's got to guide the sled all night Saturday <laughs> night. Like, I mean, the guy's going to be tired, bro. Do you think he's going to put all his effort into the football game when he's thinking about carrying the sled later? Like, that's That's when they're – dude, that's why they're putting him in, dude. He's got the magic powers for this week only. <laughs> Smart, dude. I, I guarantee you there's going to be people playing him in DFS because of the Christmas angle. Because, well, you got to play Rudolph on Christmas Eve, right? I mean, that would be the dumbest <laughs> thing. If I won a million bucks and somebody asked me that, I'd be – I actually have a few – I was thinking about that with a few of my underdog teams. Like, I have a few underdog teams that advance, and I'm looking at how bad these teams are, how stupid some of the picks are, and I just wanted to, like, delete them. Because what if I won a million bucks and everyone saw that team? It'd be so embarrassing. You know what I mean? These Dude, teams we used like, to see Kyle Rudolph do it, right? Kyle Rudolph was good for a touchdown every year right around Christmas time. It's true, dude. It's magic. Are there any other Christmas names out there? I have to think, dude. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll revisit that. Uh, I got to ask, 
Pat Frymuth, last time he played this team, nine catches for 120. Now it's a new QB. Frymuth, to you, in your rankings, is he back-end tight end two, high-end tight end two, back-end tight end one this week? What are your thoughts on that? I would say he's probably high-end tight end two, only because of the matchup. Like, I think he'd be down a little bit more if it wasn't a good matchup, and I think that the wide receivers are going to have a little bit of a tougher time, plus with a third-string quarterback, right? They might not be looking to throw the ball down the field. They might be looking for more short and intermediate routes to the tight end. So I would put him in that high-end tight end two range this week. Yeah, that's that's where I have him. And honestly – He's this is the kind of guy you use in DFS because the floor is terrible with the quarterback, but the ceiling is the same as last time, right? So that's the kind of guys we look for. Uh, and it could be game, a little contrarian too, right? If you think about it, right. people might be avoiding the whole Rudolph situation to begin with. So exactly. Uh Bills Chargers spread now is 12. Over under is 44. Is there any bet on this game or yeah, I'm, I'm. I mean, I would hammer the Bills. I think they're gonna just blow them up. I think they're they have something to prove. Like, and sure, coaching change, whatever. But like, they still have a good defense going up against Easton Stick. They're not gonna get anything going on offense on the Chargers side of the ball, especially with Keenan Allen out. So I would not be surprised if this was like a 31 to seven type of game. Yeah, I can see that too. So you're not starting any of the wide receivers, I imagine. Would you? Where are you at with Austin Eckler? Because very strange situation here. They said they were going to split the carries, right? And they did, but now the coach is gone. But Kellen Moore is kind of the, the split backfield guy. So there's a lot of moving parts, man. Uh, how are you feeling about Eckler right now? Not great. Not great, Bob. <laughs> I feel not like great, if, Bob. if I have anybody that I could start instead of him that I feel good about, I mean, I'm going to do it. I, w- I would – it's weird because I have Eckler out of my top 12 running backs for the first time. And I don't know how long, like, I feel like he's more like in that RB 15 ish range. So if you have two guys that are better than that, and then you flexing, you know, wide receivers, then yeah, you might need to sit them out. There's because I don't have faith in it. I don't even know if I have him in my top 20. I think I do, but I am very scared of this player this week. This is just like not a, not a good matchup. I'm going to check real quick just to see where we have him. I have him at, Especially if I don't think they're going to points, man. I have RB25 right now. (laughs) I just look around and I'm like, you know what? Like, if Madison's out, I would start Ty Chandler. I'll start Chuba Hubbard. Lufa likes Chuba Hubbard. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like he's getting 20 carries a week, Chuba is. So, I mean, I would probably start him over Eckler. So, it's kind of In full PPR, I'm I'm bumping Eckler up a little bit because, again, you know, lack of pass catchers, Keenan Allen out. So, he's going to get some extra targets. Easton Stick's not going to have a lot of time to look down the field and, and, go to different reads. So it's like, oh, dump it down to, to Eckler. So he'll get some PPR points. That's why I think I have him a little bit higher. But, I mean, it, it's not safe. Definitely not. All right. That is the Saturday slate. Let's hit the chat for some questions. Nobody asked questions about the particular games we were already talking about. So miss the assignment. On that. Can I make one quick point, though, on that game, though? If you're looking for a sneaky DFS play, I am going Gabe Davis this week. And I'm going to tell you why. Because Gabe Davis is so controversial. You don't know what to do with him. But he doesn't play well against man. He plays well against zone. And the Chargers run a lot of zone. And on the side that he's going to be on also, and I'm going to read you what I wrote from my my wide receiver cornerback matchup too, because the Chargers are among the league worst in yards per coverage snap and yards per reception while they're in zone. And a lot of that comes on Davis's side. That's who he's going to match up against. He's been charged with giving up nine touchdowns in his coverage on the season. So 
the the matchup is there for him. He'll be a contrarian play because everyone's afraid of him, and he does well in zone. So if you're looking for somebody in DFS in a game where I think they're going to score a lot of points, he could be your contrarian play that gets you over the top. Yeah, I, I don't mind in DFS because, again, we're especially GPPs, we're shooting for the moon. But also, this guy, he has so many games with zero catches this year. I'm just terrified. Against man coverage. Against man coverage. Yeah. All right. Well, you are the matchup guy, so I'm with you on it. Uh, Preston wants to know, start Brown, which I'm considering the players here. It's not AJ Brown, so I'm assuming it's Marquise Brown, but help us out. It's Jim Brown, Antonio Brown. Um, I guess it's Marquise Brown, but he has not practiced yet this week with a heel issue. So for now, let's assume he plays. Marquise Brown, Flowers, or Adam Thielen? I'm going Flowers. I'm going Flowers because I don't think Hollywood plays and I don't trust Thielen anymore. He had a nice little start to the season, but you're seeing more targets going to Mingo after the coaching change and that offense, I mean, as a whole, just looks disgusting. So I'm going with Flowers. Lamar Jackson or Justin Fields? Ooh, tough matchup for Lamar, but I mean, man, that that's legendary upside right there. I know. But I'm Fields going plays Lamar. Arizona, dude. Fields, you have no bad choice here, but I think I would lean Lamar. Exactly. I say that at the, the, that's what happens at the top of the tight end rankings every week. There's no wrong answer, but there is a right answer, right? Because like they're not going to score the exact same number of points, right? So there's no wrong answer, but there is usually a right answer. It'd be nice if like Laporta and Hawkinson both scored the exact same number of points this week <laughs> and everybody was right. That'd be cool. That's like when you yeah. play Let It Ride at the casino. And the whole table wins. Uh, <laughs> Henry, Etienne, Hall, Pollard, full PPR. It looks like just one. I'll tell you, we're not going to start Brees Hall if we if those are the options. Why not? Because he's he he is he a band of can that played just as many snaps as him last week. You're start <sighs> you're start Brees Hall out of that group. You crazy? I love Brees Hall this week, dude. I love that matchup for him this week. I mean, it might just be because I'm in a semifinals with him in two leagues, but <laughs> I'm hoping that happens. But How did you make I, the semifinals with Brees Hall? <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> he had 12 yards last week, dude. Yeah, but he catches passes. These are these are his, these are his last five games. He caught one pass last week. These are his last five games running the football. 12, 14, 12 yards, 40 yards, 16 yards. 25 yards, 23 yards, 28 yards. It's really all receptions. And last week he had one. But it's a full PPR, and that's why yeah, I like more, him. Yeah, Derrick Henry had more catches last week. Last week. All right, so you would start him. I'm going to start Travis Etienne. I would I would go Etienne overhaul in this situation, and partially because Trevor's out too. But it's a tough matchup for Etienne. It is, it is tough, but he's just a better player and a better offense. Like whatever quarterback they roll out, C.J. Beathard's better. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, fine. Rank Hall second of that group over Pollard. I don't know. We're we'll, we close to Pollard over Henry. Don't see. Uh, if Stevenson doesn't play, my other options are Justice Hill, Pickens, or Mingo. Man, I think Justice Hill's gonna have a role in that offense again. Now, I think he's gonna play those passing down. He's gonna play those hurry ups. He's gonna have a decent role there. And usually, when they're playing from behind, which they could be against San Francisco, that's the guy who's in there, not 
of Gus Edwards. So I right. think Justice Hill has PPR upside, and this is full PPR. So, I mean, I think rules of flexology, right? You always like to lean to the running back, but it's a split backfield. So I, I, I'm going Justice Hill. What about you? Justice Hill's going to be fine. And I think his role, like Gus, is never going to be just a full-time guy. They've had a million opportunities to make him the full-time guy. They never have. Gabe Davis is due. Dude is blowing up. There you go. The seller's kiss of death on that one. So that's definitely <laughs> not happening now. Uh, we got this, sellers. Yeah, there we go. All right, last question, then let's get back in there. Yeah, Marquise Brown's already been ruled out. Like, he got, he didn't practice at all last week with the heel. Then he tried to play, and then they and then he was done. So I don't trust that guy at all. Uh, Laporta or Devontae Adams in a flex and a half PPR? You know, it's a tough matchup for Laporta, too. I saw you tweet about that earlier this week because I would cite Devontae Adams getting that Legarius Sneed shadow. So I have him downgraded this week right. also. So, I mean, I'm going to leave this one on you as the tight end guy because I'd like to lean Laporta, but talk to us about his matchup. I have this same setup in one of my leagues. I'm actually starting Devontae Adams. Literally exactly the same thing. Where I have uh, I have Trey McBride and Laporta, and I'm starting McBride in the I'm starting McBride, and then I'm starting Devontae Adams in the flex. Now, Laporta, again, with tight ends, there's always a million moving parts. And at the end, and this was what's brutal about tight end JV is that there's a million narratives on every side, and each person picks their one narrative. So they say, "Here's my one narrative why I'm not starting this guy." So they'll come out and say the Vikings play a lot of too high safety uh, defense, which is bad for tight ends because you cover the seams, right? So, uh, so I'm not starting him. And then somebody else will say, "Well, the the tight end, you know, the 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 Vikings blitz a lot, so." Laporte is going to catch a bunch of screen passes. You know, Johnny Smith had a 62-yard touchdown on a screen pass, right? Mm -hmm. And then somebody else will say, well, the blitz a lot, and Laporte blocked on seven pass plays last week. And then somebody else will say, Laporte scored three touchdowns last week. And I'm thinking about all that at once, and whatever happens, the person comes back with their one part of the take and says, I told you so, right? Yep. So that's yep. – and that's every day. That's my experience on Reddit, uh, if you want to go hang out over there with us. But, yeah. <laughs> so there's a lot that goes into it. But for Devontae Adams, I just sit back and say, you know what? Unless it's tight end premium, I'm going to start Devontae Adams because – uh Laporta has a couple games with 80 or 100 yards but he just he really has had some down games like both the Bears games are only at 18 yards 20 something yards so uh and Devontae Adams I would be shocked if he had 20 yards you know what I mean yeah yep. so uh way she goes all right Sunday Colts at Falcons two and a half point spread 45 point over under any bet there on this one I don't think so, man. I don't know which way this one's going to go. I mean, I was even trying to pick this game for, for my wife's pick because she's tied for the lead on the season for in her work pick So I don't know which way to go with this one. Honestly, this can go either way. I like the JT's back, so I do think that the Colts can pull this off. So with them getting two and a half points, if I was going to make a lean, it would probably be the Colts with the points. It's honestly like you ask a Colts fan or Colts beat writers, the Colts are amazing. You know what I mean? But for the rest of us, we're just like, Colts, all right, whatever, you know? But, you know, I, I do like the Colts definitely for fantasy better. So, you know, Pittman's good to go. Who do you think has a better game if you had to pick one out of Alec Pierce or Josh Downs? I'm going to go with Downs. Um, and I, I like Downs more when I thought Pittman wasn't going to play because, I mean, they have really good outside corners on the Falcons. And even though the their – AJ Terrell is, is going to be locking up with Michael Pittman for most of this game. But yeah. then even on the other side, they're playing a backup who played really well in the game that I saw against Tampa. Like I watched every snap of that game. Like I do most of the weeks and he played really well. And uh, Clark, I, I'm drawing a blank on his last name, but he played really well on the outside. Yeah. So I think the matchup is in the slot there against Atlanta. And that's where I think downs could see a couple extra targets and have the better game. 
I'm feeling it. I like it. And uh, yeah, Jonathan Taylor, you just got to start him if you got him, man. If I feel like hundred yards in that tutty. Right, exactly. Uh, on the other side of the ball, Taylor Heineke is uh, going to start here. So, which again, when this happens, the floor ends up being low for everybody, and the ceiling ends up being high. Right. So you look at a guy like Kyle Pitts, for instance, the two games before last week's washout was running like 90 percent of the routes, getting a decent number of targets quietly. JB, this is a stat. I don't even want to tweet this because I don't want to deal with the people responding to it. But quietly over the last six weeks, right, the last six weeks of which the Falcons have played five games because they have the bye, uh, Kyle Pitts has a 20 percent target share, which is higher than Sam Laporta and it's higher than Travis Kelsey. So if this team were to turn around and throw a lot with Taylor Heineke, Kyle Pitts could be in for big game, man. Same with Drake yeah. London, same for Bijan. Where are you at with these guys? Like, is Kyle Pitts a guy you're even considering starting this week in semifinals? Sickeningly enough, yes, because yeah. of the points that you're making. And because I think Taylor Heineke is better for this offense. I think, you know, I've watched Desmond Ritter make some terrible throws where he's had his guys open for touchdowns and he just completely misses them, dude. Like, he's not even close. Like, he's not a good quarterback. So I think, while well, Heineke is not this great savior either. He's a better passer. So if you're getting the routes from a guy like Pitts and he's getting good matchups, getting open, you got a guy now that's going to put the ball in his hand. Right, exactly. So I'm in, man. I definitely for DFS. He's in the DFS write-up this week. If you haven't checked that out, tight end DFS coach over at fantasyalarm.com. And if you're not signed up yet at fantasyalarm.com, if you're not a member yet, somehow it doesn't really make sense. JB, I know you're uh even before you, you and me both, even before we worked at Fantasy Alarm, we were members, right? I think oh, you had yeah. the life, you were a lifetime member, right? That's right, baby. Uh, so but yeah, now you're now you're in behind the paywall for good. Uh <laughs> but the um if you're not set up yet, right now we have a promo code going for Christmas. Uh, that's Santa right here, QR code right there. Four bucks for the first month, right? So you can check that out. Four dollars right now, a dollar a week for the first month. Go in there, you know, get and and, and John Pemba pointed out that the fantasy alarm, fantasy baseball draft guide with Jim Bowden Howard. They want to drop it early and then they're going to make updates. So the drop is actually going to happen in January and you're going to get that as part of that. So a draft guide that by itself costs like 25, 20, 25 bucks. Typically, you're going to get that as part of this. You also get all the DFS stuff we do for MMA, NBA, basketball, baseball. Our MMA guys crushing it. Have you noticed that, JB? Mike? Yeah, dude, our whole team is stacked, bro. Right. The fantasy alarm team is just, I mean, if you're not subscribed, I don't know what you're doing, man. You're, you're just giving money away. Like it's right. an investment, right? If you think about it, whatever you're going to put in to become a member, you're going to make that back just by listening to the great advice you get. That's what I'm saying. And, uh, you know, uh, Mike takes down the $8 hook every week. Matt Sales, the NASCAR writer, is the uh, three. He's won the NASCAR writer of the year three out of four times, right? He's a beast. So hit that hit that QR code or uh, Tony, producer behind the glass, if you wouldn't mind just uh, pasting the link right there in the chat for everybody. But yeah, get that set up, get it going, dude. But yeah, DFS. Kyle Pitts. I've, and there's another DFS play in there. I'll give it to you guys for free because it's Christmas. It's actually in this next game here. Uh, so Packers minus five going to face the Panthers, 38 point over under. Uh, before I give away that free sweet DFS pick, uh, is there a bet to be had here, JB? 
It depends, man. I'm not going to make it yet because I don't know what's going to happen with guys like Watson and Reed who are a little banged up. I think even Musgrave is probably not going to play again. So, I mean, the Packers are the team that I'd like to play. Obviously, you like to play anybody against the Panthers, but they're banged up on both sides of the balls, dude. Like, they're going with, like, a third-string cornerback now. So, like, I'm not going to make a bet on this game because it's just – it's too ugly. Too many backups, too many questions. Yeah, exactly. You have to wait and see what the heck happens here. So I got to tell you, this is the play that we're looking at, right? Uh, if Luke Musgrave doesn't play, which I can't, I, he's probably not going to. They activated his window to be activated, but there's only three games left. So, right. you know, it's like activate everybody that even could potentially come back right now because it doesn't matter if they don't, right? I doubt he plays, right? And what we do is we go in and we look at not just like DraftKings, but we look at every site and we price shop. DraftKings, Yahoo, FanDuel, Tucker Craft, right? If everyone's out, like Christian Watson and Jaden Reed, then we're definitely going to play him on all platforms, DraftKings and FanDuel. But on Yahoo, he is $10, which is the minimum price, the bare minimum price wow. on Yahoo. That's the equivalent of him being 2500 on DraftKings, right? That's 5% of your budget. On the other sites, he's... On, on FanDuel, he's 9% of your budget, almost double. So that is honestly seems to be some kind of mistake. I'm not even yeah. kidding. Like, it's just a It's a, like you no guys are bare minimum that are playing. He played, uh, he played all every over the last two games combined. He's played every snap but three. There's nobody down in that range. So if you do play on Yahoo DFS, and again, we don't even have a promo code for Yahoo right now, which we did. But if you, if you play DFS and you want to use Tucker Craft, he's free on that website. So there's your Tucker Craft take. I want to get your take on these wide receivers if everybody's out. Let's say Christian Watson's out, Jaden Reed's out. Who do you like best? Because, you know, Romeo Doves, it seems to be the obvious one, but a lot of people are smoking up Dontavi and Wicks, right? There's a little bit of Malik Heath chatter out there in the streets. So I don't know. I pumped the brakes a little bit on Wicks. He did look good last week, but it was against the Bucks secondary, who I think that you can go for 100 on right now. And, and, you know, you showed what you could do in, in the uh, the expo two years ago, right? With your uh, saying, perfect dude. catch percentage, right? <laughs> didn't, drop, didn't drop a ball. Two for two. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and the Panthers are tougher than the Bucks in the secondary. They definitely are. So if Wicks is matched up with like J.C. Horn or something, like I don't like the matchup for him. So uh, I'm probably going to like your take on Tucker Craft. And, and yeah. that's really the only one that I trust on that side of the ball. Yeah, I mean, because you get the benefit. That's the thing with the uncertainty. I always lean tight end because you get the positional scarcity. Uh, you know, you get on DFS, the cheapest wide receivers are 3,000. The cheapest tight ends are 2,500. So you're getting cheaper plays. Uh, so, yeah, that's what I feel. On the Panther side, we already talked about Chuba Hubbard. He's kind of locked in. Uh, is there anybody else from this team you would consider starting in a real league in playoffs? Mingo, Thielen, obviously not DJ Chark. Mingo if you're desperate, but I like Mingo more for DFS, where you're looking at him at like 3,600 on DraftKings. And since they changed the coaching staff up, they've been targeting him a lot. He's been he's been seeing 90% snap share and over 20% target share. So we like to see that. And he does get good matchup this week. Like I told you, they're banged up. So like he's gonna get either Carrington Valentine on one side or third string Eric Stokes on the other side. So like I like that matchup for him with the volume he's seeing. So he could be a nice little DFS dart throw. All right, all right. And Thielen's kind of – ever since the coaching change, he's been kind of wishy, yeah. Yeah, especially since they've been eliminated from playoffs. I feel like they're kind of 
doing a little uh, testing to see who's going to be part of this team moving forward. That's your uh, boy too, dude. That's your boy, Dylan. I know, dude. He, <laughs> but still, though, he's uh, he's already outperformed ADP. If he if he didn't play another game, he already outperformed ADP. So we're yep. we're playing with house money. But yeah, <laughs> down the stretch here, not so great. Uh, all right, next game: Browns at Texans. Texans favored by. Uh, sorry, it's uh, Texans getting three now. So Texans originally opened up as the favorites. CJ Stroud was announced out. The spread went from. Uh, my, you know, minus two to now you're seeing two and a half or three in favor of the Browns. Uh, is there a bet to be had here? Do you think the Texans can pull it out with Case Keenum or is it just Flacco and the Browns? So I think the Texans can pull it out and I'll talk a little bit about why, but I think the under is the play that I like here the best. I think this is going to be a defensive battle here. Obviously we know the Browns have a good defense. Yeah. They're a little banged up on the defensive side of the ball, but they still have a solid defense. And I think the Texans defense are one that's going to be a sneaky pay down DFS or one that you could use even as a, as kind of like a defensive streamer in your season long playoffs, because I think Joe Flacco comes back to back down to to regular status now he's making throws i watched the game last week and i was watching all the throws he was making coop he was throwing balls that he had no business throwing bro he was throwing tom brady balls he doesn't care he was hitting them last week but i think the texans are good enough in the secondary with the way d'amico ryans is coaching them that they're gonna pick him off at least twice this week and he's not gonna be you know the 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 glass slipper is gonna fall brother yeah, so they there are two bets for you right there. The under and Joe Flacco, two or more interceptions. I, I bet there's pretty good juice on that if you want to take it. And I wouldn't be surprised because that team, since he took over, again, last six weeks or so, uh, Flacco has attempted more passes than any quarterback in the league. Like, it's just chucking chuck football over there. His time to release is super fast. The tempo is very fast. And he did the same thing with the Jets last year. Yeah. Like, in the first three games of the year, he threw like 150-something times, dude, which yep. is – Hey, I love it for fantasy football. It's definitely good for David Njoku. Do you trust Njoku this week versus the Texans, or are you not feeling I – mean, he's just such a – historically, he's been a difficult guy to trust, but as of late, he's been he's been crushing. No one has gotten more targets than him over the last six weeks. 61 targets, so literally 10 a game. Yeah, and like you said, they've been throwing the ball a lot, and, and it's a pretty consolidated target share there, right? It's basically three guys that get targets there, and he's become a, a big bulk of that. So I have him in the back end, tight end one conversation here this week with the volume he's getting. Yeah, I honestly have him higher than that, I think. I have him uh, tight end like seven or eight, to be honest, because yeah. I, I look around and I'm just like, am I going to start Dallas Goddard? Of course not. You know, stinks. Uh, <laughs> on the other side – any interest? I don't really like Schultz this week. Uh, who's the hot? Like, would you go Nico Collins? Or would you go Noah Brown if you had to pick one? Noah Brown's been hot, but Nico Collins uh, limited in practice, and uh, it looks like he's probably going to be back this week. Yeah, and it's a tough matchup against those corners too. I mean, they're they're a good secondary there in Cleveland, so. I don't know, man, with a backup quarterback, with a banged up Nico Collins. I mean, Noah Brown still got it done last week, but tougher matchup this week. So I don't really trust them. And again, I think it's going to be a low scoring game. So I don't think there's enough there for these guys. Yeah. Through all these games so far, I don't think we've hit on one player that we like have to have in our FFPC lineup. We're going to draft an FFPC team soon. We'll jump in there shortly, Uh, but let's hit on maybe a game or two more. I'm not if. I don't know who the heck we're going to start today, JB. Uh, Seahawks are three and a half point favorites at the Titans, 41 and a half point over under. Uh, I mean, all three are all three Seahawks wide receivers viable options here against the Titans team where you can't really run. It's hard to run on them. It's hard to throw the tight end on them. The Seahawks don't even use the tight ends anyway. 
so, I mean, what's your trust level? I, I DK, would trust them all. They're all I getting think, the volume. Yeah. I mean, JSN's come on, man. This is exactly what – it's not exactly what you wanted to see. What you wanted to see was them turn – him be so good that Tyler Lockett says, I'll be the guy that comes out for two wide receiver sets, yeah. right? Which it didn't quite happen yet. It happened to KJ Osborne. Right, like yeah. uh, Jordan Addison now playing over KJ Osborne has not happened quite yet, but still, they basically said, "You know what? Everybody's good, so we'll just use three wide receivers every snap." Yeah. So, uh, is this FFPC level quality here? Oh, I don't know because they share the targets so much, and that's what makes right. it scary. Like if we did see that consolidated down to two of them, then maybe we could say, "All right, you know, let's roll with DK." I mean, he's been hot. He's been the guy that they're going to in the red zone. But then you saw on the you know the last drive last week, yeah, big play to DK. But then when all the marbles were on the line, it was JSN on the outside making the play. So I love yeah. that we see the trust level going up in JSN, but it makes it hard to pick one of the three now. Yeah, it does. It really does. And the thing is. The quarterback play hasn't – usually when that happens, we sit back and say, oh, let's just use the quarterback, right? But the quarterback play hasn't really been good enough to use Geno Smith, right? So yep. kind of a mess, man. Uh, i got to ask if Kenneth – so Kenneth Walker picked up a new injury. People – at first, earlier this week, we looked at it. We are like, oh, you know, he's been banged up. He's getting a veteran day off. But then I, I Googled it, and it's a new injury. It's a shoulder injury. And then he didn't practice yesterday. So if he doesn't play Sharbs, are we talking our uh, top 24 running back this week? Yeah, if, if, if Walker doesn't play, yeah, because I really liked Walker this week. Like, I really like the matchup for Walker, the volume he's been getting. I mean, Walker knocked me out of my league that I really wanted to win last week and in that last game on Monday night. So, it really, I wish he didn't play that game, right? But, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but if he doesn't play, man, it's a lot there for Charles. Yeah, also, uh, Jeffrey Simmons did not practice two days in a row again for this Titans defense. Yep. That guy is a one-man wrecking crew. He is like he's a he's awesome. You know what I mean. So if he's not going to play, I don't know. Uh, on the Titans side, no Will Levis, so we could see Ryan Tannehill, could see a little Malik Willis. What's your trust level on DeAndre Hopkins and Derrick Henry? I feel like these guys may be in the give up territory. Um, or are they in the you know let's ride this out territory now that they have their old man Tannehill back? Right, like Tannehill was like you know the old veteran guy, so now like the little trio of veterans are like, all right, let's ride this out together, brothers. You know, like I I don't know, I, you could look at it that way too, and it's a good matchup for Hopkins. Like I actually think that Seahawks coming in on a short week going to Tennessee to play the Titans. I think the Titans can pull an upset here. And if they're going to do that, they need DeAndre Hopkins to do that. And if Witherspoon's out, you talk about injuries to, to the Seahawks, you know, uh, uh, Titans defensive side, Seahawks have defensive injuries too. And yeah. if Witherspoon's out, that makes it a good matchup for Hopkins. For sure. So I guess you can throw those guys in there. Just be wary. Be wary. Sometimes teams are, you know, they do like live tryouts or whatever, try and see what they have in, you know, uh, Tajay Spears and, Nick Westbrook or Keene or whatever. I mean, I, they don't really even have a lot of good young players. That's yeah, but the scary. Do you think part. Vrabel will do that too? I don't. I think Vrabel I is the type of guy that'll like let his veterans rock. You know what cares, I mean? Cares about his legacy. Yeah. Uh, let's jump in the chat real quick. Rex Timotheus has uh, says he has a lot of questions, and uh, we got to go real quick on these though because we got to get to FFPC stuff. So Rex says Brian Robinson out. Other options are likely Judy, Wandale Robinson, Wicks. I'm definitely not starting Judy. Uh, I probably honestly start Isaiah Likely personally. What do you think? Maybe, yeah, because I would say Wandale from the slot, but I like the outside matchups better this week. So yeah, let's let's go Likely. Yeah, uh, and then uh, A. Chan and Godwin have injuries. Waller or Justice Hill? 
kind of like Waller just too. Justice Hill, Justice Hill, volume, man, volume. What volume? I think that he's going to get more targets than Waller will. You think he can? Waller played forty percent of the snaps last week, got six targets. How many targets? Justice. How many t- targets? Justice Hill going to get? More than six. Waller's matchup is great. It's like the uh, Eagles are bottom five first time. Yeah, they are. They are, but they're also weak on the outside. So I think that those passing targets are going to go to the outside. Mm, we're going to see. Let's we'll do a little bet, you and I, on that All one right. on who Let's gets more it. targets, Waller or Justice. Write Hill. it down. Rex, write it Rexy, down. Yeah, write it down. Tony, <laughs> mark that down. Rex, you're going to have to uh, consult a third party on that one because I have Waller. He has Justice Hill. Uh, Godwin and Javante on the bench. Palmer, Ridley, Swift, and Pacheco are starting. Would you change the lineup? Yeah, I would start Godwin over Josh. You're start Josh Palmer. Yeah, I would start both Godwin and Javante over Palmer, for sure. But I don't know if I'd start Javante over the rest of those guys. I don't love the matchup for Javante. Me neither. But over, yeah. over Palmer, yes. Yeah. So I go Godwin there. Uh, we already did Lamar Fields. Uh, let's see. Starting Pittman, Addison, Godwin, Etienne, JT, Monty, Swift, and Mullins can swap any for Flacco, Palmer, Devontae, Smith, Dubs. Thoughts. Uh, I don't think Devante I, is the only one I would consider. And now I'm looking back at the list and I don't think I'd start him over any of those guys. No, I don't think I would either. Even if he were healthy, to be honest, and he's kind of banged up. Yep. Uh, Patty in the chat, Patty, what up, dude? Thanks for popping in. Uh, Aaron Jones, Chuba Hubbard, James Connor, Zeke Elliott. Aaron Jones. It's Aaron Jones. Yeah. He's getting all the run work and at least half the password. And he's probably going to get all the meaningful pass work with Patrick Taylor there. So there you go. Uh, last question. If you had to pick one food to go on a charcuterie board, what is it? Salami, bro. Salami. It's 100% salami. The thing, and it's the only the top, answer. The top five answers are, are actually all different variations of salami. <laughs> Pepperoni. <laughs> <laughs> Just different, different variations of salami, different types of salami. Uh, and then get, hit me with a cheese that you like on a, on a charcuterie board. Chat, what do you guys think? Colby Jack, what? Colby Jack, Colby Jack. In Colby honor Jack, of Colby Conway. Man. Yeah, I like, <laughs> I'm trying to think. I like the, uh, I like Gouda, man. I'm a Gouda guy. Nice smoky Gouda. Yeah, uh, you think it's good? I think it's Gouda. Yeah, think, <laughs> do you think it's as Gouda as Tommy Speaking DeVito? Speaking of Gouda. <laughs> or Eagle. Speaking of Gouda, Tommy DeVito with Joe Flacco. <laughs> hey, yo. Hey, Hi. I'm walking here. <laughs> um, I do kind of like the matchup for DeVito, and I, I just – I, Flacco is the safer pick, right? But I just I have this feeling about Flacco just having a terrible game this week, so I'm going Tommy DeVito. Start Flacco. Don't don't listen to JB. Uh, <laughs> I'm probably wrong, but I just no. I got this feeling, man. I think they're all. I mean, I think they're both they're both viable. Um, so hold on. Uh, you yeah. against the Eagles with the banged up secondary. Yeah. So yeah, fine. No, 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 it's Flacco. Playing Go from Flacco. Behind. Go Flacco. You gotta you gotta chase the volume. You gotta chase the volume. All right, it's time. We gotta jump in and do this FFPC team. Folks, if you have not done this yet, it is a blast, especially if you've been eliminated from fantasy football. Now you can have all those players. It's like you know, when you were poor as a as a kid and then you grow up and you're rich and you want to get all the toys you couldn't get as a kid. That's what FFPC weekly challenge is. If you've been eliminated and you didn't have Christian McCaffrey or AJ Brown, you can get all these guys. You can start a lineup with virtually anyone you want. The only rule is you can't start two players from the same team. No joke. You start anybody you want. It gets wild, right? And I kind of like that because uh, in some of the other weekly platforms, you get crushed by people that stack, right? They stack, you know, like two in Tyreek and you lose or whatever. Uh, so in this case, you cannot stack. 
you can so go over to my FP, ffpc.com use promo code coop when you deposit $35 or more they'll give you 25 bucks or hit this QR code right here and you can get in there play against us last week we finished in the money Justin Boone and I finished top five, uh, won 100 bucks. If you come in fourth or fifth, you can decide if you want 100 bucks or if you want a free entry into the FFPC, like big challenge. It's actually more, worth more than 100 bucks. We took the cash. We're going to use it at the expo on a couple of drinks. That's the game plan. And JB, that's the plan. If we finish, you know, fourth or fifth, that's drinks for, you know, us. If we finish third or four, second or third, that's drinks for us and Fantasy Alarm. If it's a ton, that's for everybody here. Obviously, food and apps, whatever you guys think. And so, we're gonna chat, win, bro. We're going to win this week. This is the week. I'm feeling good about it. So, chat, if you throw a name out and we use that name, you're in with us. If you go to the expo, you're getting down, you're hanging out with us. Good times. So, get names in there. And I'm telling you, we're if, get them in quick because if we say them before you put them in the chat, they don't count. Like, for instance, we're going to start Christian McCaffrey because we can start anyone we want. Would have been an easy pick for you in the chat to just throw Christian McCaffrey out there. So you got to be quick. Uh, JB, what's the chalk of the chalk for you this week? Like guys that you, if you can start anyone you want, first name that comes to mind. Justin Jefferson. I mean, Justin Jefferson had 10 targets last week. He didn't get the touchdowns, but that's going to change this week. He hasn't scored in months now with the injury, so they're going to look to get him back in the end zone. He's going to score once, probably twice. We're going to see a lot of little Justin Jefferson gritties going on, so I, I love Jefferson. Love it. Let's get him in. Uh, let me get it on the screen here. I, why am I not sharing this on the screen? That would we make it a Luka? lot easier. That would make it a lot easier for everyone to uh, <laughs> to check it out. Uh, Anthony last week got a name in that we used. So Anthony, if you're at the expo with us, hit me up, dude. Hit me up. Nice. DM me on Twitter. Uh, if you end up going to the expo, it's in the summer. At least a beer on us, or or an iced tea, or whatever you're into. Nice. So uh, yeah, drinks. They don't have to be alcoholic drinks, dude. You know, you know, you can do whatever you want. This is America. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I think so. Looking at these games, there are certain teams we have to get a player from these teams. Like we have to have a in my opinion, we have to have a Buffalo Bill. So mm -hmm. do we do digs? Do we do James Cook against the Chargers? Do we do Josh Allen? James Cook has been so good lately. So good. So we really I mean, if you look at second running back, so we're only going to probably only need two running backs because there's so many good wide receivers this week. I mean, A.J. Brown, Amon Ross St. Brown. So we could flex the heck out of wide receivers. So if we really only yeah. need two running backs, we got to really decide between James Cook and then like Rashad White. You know, like those are the guys that are up there in the top three with CMC. Yeah, I said we get James Cook in there and I said we. So the thing with Rashad White is. He, you know, he, he's not really, it's hard to run on the Jags, but, but they let up the most receptions to running backs. But I like, I like the upside of guys that can run for a hundred and catch a bunch of balls. So, yeah, you're right. Uh, yeah. So I don't know of on that one. And that rules out Josh Allen rules out digs. Uh, another team. We, ha we have to get a player from the, from the chiefs. So, and it's gotta be either Mahomes, Kelsey or Rashi Rice, in my opinion. I'm not going to go Pacheco, but the Chiefs historically have dropped 28 or more points on the Raiders, on the Raiders. Every, every single yeah. time that that since Patrick Mahomes has been been starting. That's 12 games in a row, including yeah. earlier this year. So do you want to go Mahomes? Do you want to go Kelsey or do you want to go with the sneaky, sneaky uh, play with um, – I don't think we need to go Rashi nice. Rice. I don't think no. we need to. And I think that like tight end wise. So think about it tight end wise, right? Like we already used Jefferson, so we can't use Hawkinson. So it's right. like, I, I feel like we might have to use Kelsey there. Good. I like that because then 
it it opens us up to being able to use Amon Ross St. Brown. Yep. Without any guilt because we don't use the border. Although I will say this, it is tight end premium and there have been teams with two tight ends in there to take down the tournament, to take down. Mm. I mean, the team that won the playoff one last year or one of the playoff ones had four tight ends. Wow. Really? Swear to God. Yeah. All right. So we might be talking about a joke later then. (laughs) Maybe, maybe, but let's get to the important games because I don't want to look back and be like, oh wait, we didn't get an Eagle in there. So yeah, I mean, AJ Brown, dude. I love AJ Brown. Well, I've done, I've done that where we get to the kickers and we're like, oh, we can start the kicker for the Eagles. And then we like, wait a second. We didn't start. (laughs) We didn't start with the Eagles. What are we doing? Dude, AJ uh, so, Brown's had double digit targets in the past three games, and he gets banks now in, in New York. Yeah. I mean, it's a great we, matchup. Yeah. We need a cowboy. It's CD Lamb, right? It's, it's CD for me. Yeah. Uh, we need a, and here you don't have to feel guilty about starting the chalk. It should be all chalked up. Uh, what's not to like about Pacheco? About- He's coming off an injury of just another Dave. So the upside is there, but, and I like him in like the other. You know, we have to get cute on the other daily fantasy sites or whatever where you have like limits, like budgets and stuff like that. I, I don't mind Pacheco in that, but in this, you you really want to go like full on high floor, high ceiling plays. So no injury, injury guys. What about DJ Moore, dude, going against Arizona secondary? Well, let's look at some of the we have to get player in from the from the Dolphins first before we start looking. They only have two flex spots. So before we start looking at Chicago Bears, we need to get at least one dolphin in the lineup. What do you think? Do we risk it with Tyreek Hill? Do you or trust Tyreek? Raheem Mostert, 20 touchdowns every week. Oh, that's a tough one, dude. There's yeah. so many playmakers. It's like, which one's going to score this week? Well, let's start two of them at quarterback. No, I don't like two at quarterback this week, actually. Who do we start at quarterback, JB? Lamar Jackson. So the options we have left are Lamar Jackson. Tua, uh, Justin Fields, Kyler Murray. We don't. We didn't really leave ourselves a lot of great options at quarterback. I like Kyler Murray. What's, dude? So do I. But uh, John Mpemba hates him this week. Hates. Does he? Why? He just doesn't like him, dude. Scares me I scared. think he runs for one and throws for two. Let's start with Chicago. Let's start Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I mean, we let's can start Lamar Jackson. Yeah. I want to start Kyler. Do you want to start Kyler? I want to start Kyler. Let's do it. <laughs> Let's start, Kyler. Shut up, and Pemba. That could be our differentiator right there, bro. All chalk and then Kyler over the top. And then, yeah, and then we can start Justin Tucker. Boom. There you go. Yeah. All right, where is Tucker hiding? Where are you, little rascal? Tucker. Tucker. Uh, and then, yeah, so we need two more flexes. So back to the Dolphins. We going Mostert. Rex Timotheus says Mostert's not even close. Let's go with Rex. All Rex, right. I'm feeling Yeah, it. and Seller said Mostert too. So we're getting the chat involved in getting this. Getting the gang going. Members. All right. Let's one go. more one more flex and one, and then we need a DST. All right. Uh, all right. All right. So, so let's at, look at defenses real quick. Cause then we'll see what we got left here. We'll see what teams we haven't used a player from. Right, exactly. Yeah. We don't have a Jaguar in there. We don't have a Bengal. Who cares? A lot of those teams. Uh, so I think we can start DJ Moore. Honestly, looking around, it, I, I like I like DJ Moore. I like think that's a great pick for upside. So we'll go DJ Moore, and then we need a defense, and then we're wrapping this puppy up. All right. Uh, so defensive looks here: Cleveland at Houston, Indian Atlanta. We could do the Jets against Washington. Jets against Washington, baby. Let's yeah, go. I think that feels pretty good. Let's I think go. that feels pretty good. All right, that's the squad: Kyler Let's Murray, go. Christian McCaffrey, 
James Cook, Justin Jefferson, ARSD, Raheem Mostert, DJ Moore, AJ Brown, CeeDee Lamb, Travis Kelsey, Justin Tucker, Jets. I mean, so much upside wow. there. If you want to make a crazy squad. And the thing is, folks out there, you know, I see people in the chat. They they think they can do better. You probably can. We only come in the money one time on this. We're in the $35, 30-person one where you can win. You know, there's 100 people one. There's 10 people ones. I think 30 is a sweet spot. Contest number 73483. If you want to get in there and beat us, our team's fantasy besties, get in there, check it out. Use promo code COOP at myffpc.com. They'll give you a 25 when you deposit 35 or more, and you're going to want to have money in there for the playoff challenge because that's the funnest one where it's the same thing, but it goes through the entire playoffs. So now you got to think, this is checkers that we're playing here. That's chess, right? Now you got to figure out uh, who's going to get eliminated, who's not. Uh, so JB, uh, we made it through. I don't know how many games we made it through. Not that many, but it's time we have to go rapid fire here because I we, we only, did pretty well. <laughs> we did pretty well, but we have about like three or four minutes left. Coming up after us, T- Tony in the chat says we five games. That's not good at all. No, no <laughs> it's way. only five. We only got through five, and we got through five of probably the worst ones. In fact, uh, <laughs> so yeah, no Pittman or Taylor. One of them should be in there. Good call, Rex. I'm also going to go back in here and move a couple of our Monday players into the flex spots. So that we can tinker if we want, JB. Uh, like Christian McCaffrey, we're going to move him. So. Uh, but yeah, could be a mistake, Rex. Could be a mistake. And he doesn't want DJ Moore in there. So yeah, go in there right now. Use the promo code. You can build our exact lineup and put take DJ Moore out and put and put a, a Colt in there and just steal all our money. I mean, it's, it's not a bad strategy. All right. Give me one take for each of these games. Uh, commanders at Jets. Defense. Just yeah. defense. Just defense. <laughs> and Brees uh, Hall, damn it. Brees Hall. Yeah. Who wins this football game? Lions, Vikings. <sighs> Lions in a shootout. I think this is going to be a shootout. I hope so, because there's a lot of good fantasy assets in this game. This one <laughs> is the one, right? I told Linda to start Nick Mullins this week in her, her uh, Queens Classic semifinals, and I really think Mullins is going to have a big game. There's going to be a lot of touchdowns. And Pemba told me to start Nick Mullins over Kyler Murray, and I I couldn't sleep last night. <laughs> I couldn't sleep. Dude. I don't think I can go that far. I don't know, man. I think Kyla has a good game this week. My, dude, I'll be thinking about it all offseason. In my biggest hometown league, the lag, shout out to the boys from North Attleboro. If I were to start Nick Mullins and lose, I would be thinking about it for the next nine months. Uh, ja- all right, Jags, Jags, Buccaneers. You're a Bucks fan, man. Hit us with that Bucks take this week. Without Trevor, it's got to be the Bucks. I mean, Baker's mm. been playing well. The The weapons are playing well. So I'm going with the Bucks with no Trevor. If you took every overthrow that Baker's had this year and turned it into a reception, he would be the MVP. It wouldn't be close. Because Mike <laughs> Evans is getting Mike Evans has been amazing this year, huh? He's yeah, taking it yeah. to another level, dude. What a star. Uh Cowboys Dolphins. Who wins this one, Jake? The spread is one now. Man, I really I don't know. I, I took the Dolphins, I think, in the pick 'em. Um, but this really could go either way. So I mean, I think if Tyreek is back healthy and they're firing on all cylinders, I would give the lean to the Dolphins. Yeah. Who uh Air Jordan, who's who's over under is twenty two sixty point five? That's actually kind of high to be honest. That's like you know, call I, I'm trying to I'm trying to figure out who you're talking Nick about. Nick Mullins, maybe? I mean two sixty oh why is this two sixty five? Oh, why is this that bonus? Yeah, okay, that's why. Yeah, I don't know. That's set very high. I might have bet the under on that. I might start him and bet the under on that number. That's actually very <laughs> high. Uh but it could be a shootout. Uh, Cardinals Bears, who scores more fantasy points? Justin Fields or Kyle Murray? Kyler Murray, because I think he throws for two and runs for one. Yeah, dude, from your from your <laughs> mouth to God's ears, bro. I need that so bad. 
Uh, Sunday Night Football, Patriots at Broncos, man. Pretty, pretty gross. Uh, give me something on this game. Is there a bet? The spread seven now in favor of the Broncos, but I don't even think the Broncos are that good either. Cortland Sutton, anytime touchdown, baby. He's facing the it. rookie seventh round corner, Alex Austin, taking JC Jackson's place. Yeah, buddy. Touchdown machine. All right. Raiders, Chiefs. Do the Chiefs hit that 28 point number they've hit every time? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think so, dude. Travis I mean, Kelsey's Easton gonna... Stick got them to 21, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> Travis Kelsey's going to finish as a tight end one again. I'm just telling everybody out there. All right. Christmas, Giants, Eagles, 13 and a half point spread. Tommy Cutlets, the disrespect. I mean, there's a lot of guys. That, there's a lot of guys that are tough to trust in this game outside of AJ Brown. Yeah, I don't like exactly. Dallas Goddard. Do you like DeAndre Swift at all? Um, not really, not really. I mean, I like him as an RB two type, but like I'm not putting him in DFS lineups. And and I think that you know the Giants might be able to cover in this game on Christmas. Eagles might have the foot off the break. Defense is banged up, so uh, not much to like fantasy wise besides AJ Brown and Jalen Hurts in a bounce back. Yeah. And then Monday Night Football, last one here. We got to get out because Brit's Blitz is coming up next. So everybody hanging with us. Stay tuned for Brit's show. She's the coolest. Uh, Ravens at 49ers. Can the Ravens cover five and a half? Marlon Humphrey said that he does not respect any player on the 49ers. Not not one of them. Marlon Humphrey talks a lot. Not Trent Williams. (laughs) Not Chris McCaffrey. He has no respect for any one of those players. So can the Ravens cover five and a half? And not after you talk smack like that, you're going to get them all fired up, right? <laughs> Billboard material, dude. What is yep. he thinking? Yep. All right, JV, tell everybody what you got going on, and that's it for us, man. Yeah, man. You can find me on X or Twitter or whatever you call it, at Fantasy Coach JB. Find me over at Fantasy Alarm. Every week I'm doing the wide receiver cornerback matchup article. So I'm breaking down over 70 wide receiver cornerback individual matchups. It's a lot of work, but I do it for the family, baby. It's 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 fun, and it's really you need that edge, right? It gives you that little bit of an edge where you're tinkering between this guy, that guy, and season long or DFS. It's like, all right, this guy's got a slightly better matchup. This guy's given up nine touchdowns in his coverage. I'm going to go with this guy, and it's, it's helped me win and hopefully it's helped the family win. Yeah, I don't set my lineups without checking it, man. So you guys got to check that out. Go use promo code SANTA at Fantasy Alarm right now. You get the next month for $4, a dollar a week. You get all that stuff, all my stuff, all the DFS stuff, and that's just football. Got a ton of sports. There's the QR code there. Promo code's in the chat. It's SANTA if you just go to the website and use it, man. Doesn't get better than that. Take you through the new year. And, and, you know, we have fantasy baseball coming up. Basketball, hockey already going. Too much going on. So thank you, guys. Stay tuned for Blitz after this. Thank you, JB. And thank you, Tony, behind the glass. We'll catch you guys.